good afternoon. Happy Friday, everyone. Thank you guys so much for listening to Priority Talk Live with Greg Davis. Now, you may have already figured out this is not Greg Davis. And you are right. I am Kara Snyder sitting in for Greg today as your guest host. And I am so excited to be back. I was here, I think it was a couple of months ago. So I am excited that Greg allowed me to have this opportunity. I will share more with you here in a moment how Greg and I know each other. Greg will be back on Monday. He'll be here with you guys. So I know he'll be ready to talk to you and see how everything's going. Now, there are several ways that you can tune in to Priority Talk. You can find us on 101.1 FM, WXJC Radio, or AM 850. You can also watch Facebook Live. Maybe you're watching live right now. And uh, you can also find us on WXJCRadio.com. You can listen in that way. I actually listened in that way yesterday while I was doing some work. And make sure that you find Priority Talk on all the different socials. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Priority Talk. So make sure that you guys are following along in all of those ways. Like I said, my name is Karis and Jason. I am so glad to see you, my friend. It is good to have you back in studio. As a matter of fact, we may uh, tell to tell uh, Greg to, to take, take a few more days. Just a few more. And we'll just take over. Maybe he would let us do that. I don't know. He might. There's no telling. But I am glad to be here. Um, now, I did share, I think, the last time I was here a little bit about how Greg and I knew each other. But there are new listeners I know all the time joining in. So I thought it would be fun to let everybody know how I know Greg Davis. Yeah, he was a mean kid at the skating rink and you tripped him. And I'm kidding. Well, you know, he's he's a little bit older than me. I'm sure he loves that I'm giving that information away while oh, he's, he's not here. He's ancient. Well, but, but see, I can't say anything because i'm three years his senior so so you're a little more I'm ancient her <laughs> well greg i uh, grew up in church with greg and um when first Pri- i'm sorry <laughs> it was great when first priority actually began i remember we started it i was a freshman in high school freshman in high school the school that I was going to at the time was Bagley and we went through ninth grade and I remember uh, Greg invited me to be a leader while we started first priority and I loved first priority and I love that it is still going strong right now that it is in I have forgotten how many counties in Alabama that I know it's in but it was so great to just go and to come together as youth and learn about Jesus and grow in our walk. And so Greg and I kind of stayed to get, uh, stayed in touch through that. And then a few years ago, I wrote some books, which was not on my list of things to do. Jason, I don't know, does God ever do that to you? He kind of says, hey, I want you to do this. Yeah, but he only gives me the topical article and then goes, all right, kid, you figure it out. Figure it out and from I'm there. Going, well, wait, that's a great idea, but I don't know what to go where with it. You know? uh, I guess that's where faith comes into play. Yes, yes. Right. And maybe you guys understand that as well. Maybe you are driving home from work right now or picking your kids up from school and God has already laid on your heart that there is a step of faith that he wants you to take. And you are like, okay, I'll do that, God, but what are the details? Well, that's where our faith comes into play and he wants us to trust in him. And a couple of years ago, that's what he asked me to do. In uh, December of 2019, I wrote a book called Anxiety Elephants, which is a 31-day devotional for adults. And I wrote a little bit from my own personal experience, which we'll, we'll talk about that here soon. But it was so, I mean, it makes me laugh. It's not that the situation was funny, but God and his perfect timing. The book was released December 2019. And then, hello, 2020. I'm like, okay, Lord, you and your timing with everything that happened 
anxiety. Kind of had you prepared there, huh? Yeah, I mean, anxiety just went through the roof. Now, this was not the same book that we confused with a veterinarian's guide to how to calm your elephant, right? That is correct. Okay, that good. is not, it's not the same one. I want to make sure because no. people, I don't want to get confused. We, we don't need anyone confused here. It was definitely one to help us as adults deal with the anxious thoughts, anxious feelings that, that we have, that we need to be honest that we have but we all get that way with when the irs comes around Come well on. i know that's true i and know that, i do that time has already passed right yeah i think yeah we, we my husband and i we we had to file an extension but we're getting all that done same here yeah same here yeah so that book came out and then um during 2020 when that book came out my own kids i have two daughters one in seventh grade and one in third grade they were like hey mom can you write a book like this with words we can understand and I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know what you're doing, but I know you're up to something. And he just began to really work in my heart and my life and help me to go back and remember when I was a kid, when I was an adolescent, when I was in that 8 to 12-year-old range. And I dealt with anxiety, but guess what? We didn't know. We didn't know what it was. We didn't put that word to it. You didn't know what to, to, what to look for. As no. a label, you just knew what you felt. That's right. Yep. And, you know, at that time in life, you know, what we did is we just pushed it down you sucked it up and you moved on. You know, you didn't really acknowledge those hard things, those struggles that you were going through. But now, as God used my own kids to help me see, hey, what if, what if we truly equipped them and we trained them up, as the word says, in the way that they need to go in their mental health? Because just like we've been struggling the last couple of years, many of you are parents listening. You know how much your kids have struggled, your teenagers. They even declared a national emergency over our children's health back in October of 2021. So it's a real issue. It's a real problem. So March 1st, we had tween devotionals come out. We have a 90 days devotional for tween boys and tween girls, um, anxiety elephants, same kind of thing, to help them kind of learn, here are some things that you can do with your anxiety. So I am just grateful that God has been able to use these books, use these resources, we can trust him. That is one thing that I've learned today. And as you are listening in, maybe today on FM 101.1, um, and you're wondering, God, can I trust you? You can definitely trust God and know that he's got you. Whatever he has called you to, he will see you through. He will equip you. He will empower you with everything that you need. And when you are walking in that, walking in and where he is leading you, he will get the glory. He will get the glory and he is worthy of the glory he is worthy of the praise and it's going to allow those that are in your small part of the world to see that if god will take care of you he's going to take care of them and so i love that and you know another funny thing i can that, that, that needs to be added to that when you go through a journey like that and he is doing everything that you just mentioned isn't it funny sometimes he'll also provide a sense of humor not mm. only for when you look back on yourself but he'll also give you some other entertainment in front of you and go See, kid, it's all right. That's right. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, he really does have a good sense of humor. I love all these different... Well, he made me. I mean, come on. Well, there you go. I mean, there and you go. And a platypus. And a platypus. That's true. We can't go wrong with that. And I just love that God shows us different parts of his, who he is, you know, and he just allows us to see that and, and to see that it's okay to laugh. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have all of this that's going on and happening inside of you. So like I said, when we get onto the other side of this break, we'll talk more about anxiety. We'll talk more um, about depression because May is National Mental Health Awareness Month. So we as the faith community can really take the bull by the horns, if you will, 
and be the leader in this fight for mental health, for not just for our kids, but for you as an, an adult. We can be the leader in that voice. And I, I believe, I truly believe that God wants us to be. Um, and I believe the church has come so far over the last few years in, in acknowledging mental health, acknowledging that it's a real issue. And I am so grateful for that. And I'm love that we can continue to talk about it. So we're going to talk about that on the other side. And then later on, I have a guest coming in, Grace Thornton. She is a podcast host for the Alabama Baptist. And uh, I'll share a little bit about what she does every week. The, the show that she hosts is called Stories. And it's a deep dive into people's stories. And don't you love stories? I love to hear people's stories and to hear how God has redeemed and restored. And so Grace is going to be coming in. She's going to be sharing about that. Don't forget that you can watch us on whjcradio.com. You can watch on Facebook Live. If you're watching right now, make sure you comment, say hello. You can also tune in to FM 101.1 or AM 850. And if you want to call in, Jason, there is a call-in number, right? I mean, people can call into the show. This is true. And I'll even answer the phone in person on uh, live. Well, but they, they won't hear themselves on the radio while I'm answering the phone. But I'll basically tell them, you know, hey, give me your first name and where you're calling from. But the number is 205-941-1011. So remember that. Otherwise... I'm going to have to have a talk with your moms. Oh, well, see, we don't want that to happen. So if you, you want to call want me in. talking to your mom. Yeah, no, we don't want that. If you want to call in, if you want to say hello, maybe you want to share just how grateful you are, how God has been faithful in your life, and you want to kind of testify to that. I remember growing up in church on Sunday nights and on Wednesday nights, we would have this, like, time to testify. And these people, it was the older generation, that impactful generation, they would stand up and they would testify to God's goodness in their life. So maybe you want to call in. And you want to testify. We welcome you to do that. We thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And we will be back here in just a few minutes. Fox Mortgage, NMLS, 184762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212-055. I just want to talk about my experience with Fox Mortgage. Cordarius Witherspoon is another very happy Fox Mortgage customer. They were able to get us refinance. We saved about 1.8% on our interest rate, and that saved us thousands of dollars on our monthly mortgage payment. We were able to also do a cash payout on our mortgage with that refinance, and we were able to pay off a lot of debt, so it was great for us. If you're looking to refinance your mortgage, I would highly recommend Fox Mortgage. The people over there at Fox Mortgage, Jody, Dawson, Melody, all of them were persistent in getting the rate that I needed, and they were really helpful. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Jim Corey and his staff, they've been helping Crawford Broadcasting listeners with their mortgage needs since 1992. That's Integra and Experience, and they're ready to help you with your mortgage needs now as well. Call them from anywhere across Alabama, 205-661-6868, 205-661-6868. That's Fox Mortgage, whether quick as a fox. This is Martin Houston with the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring, and you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis.
Well, welcome back, everyone, to Priority Talk Live with Greg Davis. I am Kara Snyder filling in for Greg today. He will be back with you guys live in studio on Monday. And I love to be here with you. I love the motto, as it says, good news, Christian values. I love that this is the only live Christian Talk Radio Show in Alabama. So I am grateful that Greg is here, that there is this space for us to have these live conversations. Thank you guys for joining us. You may be joining while you're in your car, maybe you're at home with your kids, or you are still at work. Lots of places you can join in and listen on 101.1 FM or AM 850. You can also find us on Facebook Live. If you are watching on Priority Talk, watch on Facebook Live and make sure to share that with your friends or go to WXJCRadio.com and you can catch that live feed there as well. So like I said, when we got here past our break, we were going to talk a little bit about mental health because it is Mental Health Awareness Month and we are doing a great job as the faith community in talking about it. I really do believe that and I believe that we can continue to grow. We can continue to get better in acknowledging it and being that place where people can come and they can find healing, restoration, and they can know God's unending unwavering love and hope for them in their life because that's what you're looking for um, when you are struggling when you're in the middle of a mental health uh, crisis when you're in the middle of a mental health struggle and maybe you're asking yourself why is Karis why is she so passionate about this and I think I'm so passionate about it because I found myself in a hard hard place back in 2011 so that was about 11 years ago now my husband and I we were leading worship at a church a uh, church that we loved, people that we loved, people that loved us. And I began to have these symptoms, these weird things were happening. Like my heart would just begin to beat out of the middle of nowhere. Maybe some of you can relate to that, especially if you are sitting in traffic right now. My heart would just race. My breathing would go to good, normal breathing. Let me guess you were driving up and down 280, right? Man. There you go. I know. I'm, there's I'm, there's your answer. It's part of it right there. <laughs> Thankfully, I live in Coleman. I don't know if I could do that. For those of you that do, I pray extra hard for you every time I drive down here. But I can remember not only my heart racing, my breathing would just be just going from normal good breathing like I'm breathing right now to all of a sudden I felt like I was gonna faint because I just could not get good breath or I found myself at night I wanted to sleep I really wanted to go to sleep I was really tired but I couldn't because my thoughts were just racing all these catastrophe worst case scenario um what ifs you know we find ourselves doing the what if game what if this happens what if that happens what if this happens five years down the road what if this happens five days down the what road what if big bird choked to death on, on on a huge cinnamon toast see i, I mean, didn't go knows? that far i know i mean but maybe maybe someone has maybe you've done that and but you know what i didn't tell anybody i just pushed it down because i can remember i was a leader at that time in the church when if you were to come with me to me with um hurts or struggles or maybe you were dealing with anxiety or depression unfortunately my response sounded a lot like this uh you need to read your bible more you need to trust god more um you need to pray harder and if i knew you really really well my response to you would be well you just need to suck it up buttercup you know and I, i'm pretty sure that jesus never said that are you reading the new translation bible right, or the I, know. King James? I read the esv i know yeah, it's not nah. in there so but i i think if I was being honest and transparent with you guys, if you were just sitting here right across from me and were drinking coffee, I think I was scared to tell people because I was scared of being met with the same response. 
and that um, anxiety, I just began to push it down and push it down. And I was a master of the mask. Everything looked perfect. Everything looked all together. Then I found myself in this place of dread, depression, thinking that I was worthless, hopeless, useless, and purposeless. And the bottom of the bottom for me was September of 2011. We found out we were pregnant. I barely weighed 100 pounds. And my doctor was like, hey, Kiris, I don't care if you eat donuts for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But for the Stack sake of the baby, pancakes. yeah, she said, for the sake of the baby, eat. So two things happened. That mama bear instinct kicked in. You know, we will do things for our children that we might not necessarily do for ourselves. But also, y'all, if a doctor tells you that you can eat donuts for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you eat the donuts, right? I mean, that's what I did. So those two things happened. I did eat. Don't worry. I ate some salads. I ate some good things, too. But... And in in the midst of that, I did gain about six pounds in eight weeks, which was a huge miracle, but I lost the baby. I had a miscarriage, and that was heartbreaking. Um, It was the bottom of the bottom, and I remember in that moment, it was like I felt like I had two choices. You can look up, or you can give up, and I thank God every day that he reached down with his two hands, and he said, look up, and when I looked up, all those lies of thinking I was going to be alone, I was going to be rejected, no one was going to love me or accept me, and that God was not going to use me anymore, I realized that was all not true. That was lies from the enemy. God showed me, hey, I'm not mad at you. I love you. I have a purpose. I have a plan for your life. I'm not done with you. And not only that, my family was there. My friends were there. My pastor was there loving me and helping me through. My doctor, God allowed me to meet a counselor that I needed someone to help me to walk through and get the healing and restoration that I needed in my life. She was a Christian counselor and God put all of those pieces together and he began to do a work in my heart and my life. And I'll never forget, we went over to a friend's house, my daughter, who's 13, she was two at the time and we were having a a play day. Our kids were hanging out and I remember my friend saying, hey, Karis, how are you? How's everything going? And you know, guys, what do we do when people ask us how are we? We say, oh, I'm good. I'm fine, even when we're not, right? And so when she asked me that, it was this moment to change a habit. And that's what I did. I changed a habit, and I told her I'm not doing good. I'm having a difficult time with anxiety and depression. And I remember she looked at me with tears in her eyes, and she said, you too? And I was like, yeah me too. So what are some things that we can do, some practical action steps that we can take when we feel anxious or we feel depressed? And that's one of the things that you can do. Have a community around you. Galatians 6.2 tells us that we are to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So first, who's your community? Who are those men, those women that you can go to that you don't have to wear a mask with and are safe that you can talk to and tell them about what you're dealing with? Some other things that you can do that are easy, practical things, and I call them biblical coping skills because I believe that God knew long before we did that we were going to need these skills in our life. So another one that you can do is practice deep breathing. And when you do practice deep breathing, what you're doing to your brain is you are showing your brain, hey, I'm the boss of you. What you were trying to tell me to think, I don't have to think that. And the cool thing about it is when you take those deep breaths, it calms your brain down and it moves you into a thinking part, which is where we want to be. We don't want to be the emotional part of our brain. But also gratitude, attitude of gratitude is powerful and life changing and it is an anxiety blocker for you. Journaling is another wonderful tool that you can do, that you can use. 
And there are so many more, but those are the ones that I would encourage you to use. And you can head over to my website at Snyder, C-A-R-I-S-S-N-I-D-E-R.com to find more practical skills. So when we come back on the other side of this break, Grace Thornton from Alabama Baptist will be here joining us live in studio. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. And now back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Well, happy Friday, friends. You made it. You made it to the weekend. This is Priority Talk Live with Greg Davis. This is Karis Snyder filling in for Greg. He's going to be back with you Monday in studio, so have no fear. Greg's going to be back joining you. Guys, um, if you want to know, hey, there are lots of ways that I can find you if I'm not at home like I normally am when I'm listening or if I'm not in my car. Well, that's a great question. You can find us on FM 1011 uh, or AM 850. You can also find uh, Priority Talk live on Facebook. We're live right now. So if you're on, make sure you comment, let us know, share with your friends. You can also find uh, Priority Talk live on WXJCRadio.com. So make sure that you know all of these. If you want to call in, there is a number. You can call in the show and Talk to me, talk to Jason, share whatever is on your heart, 205-941-1011. So I... And there's one other thing. Oh. We failed to mention this earlier. What? We're probably on your favorite place to find your favorite podcasts. That's right. That's right. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Spotify. We're on, uh, uh, I believe, Apple. Yeah, I, I, you are on I, Apple. Apple Music. You and, are. Uh, uh, several other places. So if you can't find us on the other stuff, there's really no excuse anymore. That's right. We're coming to your house. We're getting in, in your ear earlobe and in, in, in jumping in your ear and in your brain. So That's right. You know, I did, I did some research on podcasts, and I found that over 144 million Americans, uh, what does it say, over 12 have listened to a podcast at least once. Oh, yeah. Over 144 million. That is up, like, from, I think it was over just over 20 million yeah. in 2018. That's growing. So it is wild. Um, I love that. I love that the, there is a Priority Talk podcast now, so you can keep up with Greg and with the show in all sorts of ways. But I am so excited to have Grace Norton here with us from the Alabama Baptist Stories podcast. Grace, thanks for coming in the show today. Yeah, thanks for letting me be here. Absolutely. I was going to read a little bit of your bio for everybody. Uh, Grace has worked in the editorial department of Alabama Baptist since 2003. Is that right? Um, it's complicated. <laughs> as these things It's okay. Are. We like complicated. Yeah, I, um, I was there. I first came in 2003, but I moved overseas twice and came oh, back. Wow. And so they keep letting me come back, which I don't... 
That's nice of them, but so it's off and on since okay. 2003. Well, welcome back. Thanks. So two times you said you've been overseas? Yes, just for two years one time and then seven months and came back. So Wow. Yeah. Wow. So do you do you like it here in the States? Did you enjoy your time overseas? Um, yes to all of it. Um, I would have stayed, I think, had they let me, but I'm also, I love Birmingham and I love being back here. So it's it's been good both ways. That is awesome. Well, uh, it also says here that you've earned a bachelor's degree in journalism and English from Mississippi College, and you've done some graduate study uh, work as well at the University of Alabama and the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Yes, I feel like all of that is just a good representation of how indecisive I've been all these years. <laughs> decisive, or maybe you're just wanting to stretch and learn about a lot of different things. There maybe we go. could go that with that. That sounds a lot better. I'm going to hire you to write all my bio See, things. See, I got you, girl. Yeah, we're we're you. in this together. Oh, I appreciate we're, that. We're going to talk a little bit later because Grace is also a fellow author. So we're going to share a little bit about some books that she's written and kind of how God led her there. But I love that you are part of the podcast Stories. For the Alabama Baptist. So why don't you share with everybody that's listening in a little bit about what uh, the Stories podcast is all about. Sure. Um, it is, it's a serial style podcast. And that was one of those things that I had never really thought about trying. But I, my parents live back in Mississippi and I go back and forth there a lot. And so I have been binging a lot of serial style podcasts. I just love that kind. I love the storytelling kind of podcast. I love yeah. all podcasts really. But um, that's the kind that I feel like I can turn on and then hours later, you know, here I am still in the middle of a story. And so at the end of one of the ones I was listening to, somebody mentioned uh, the, the lady who's putting it together said that she was a print journalist and had been asked to do this story in the format of a story podcast. And I thought, well, that's interesting because she was saying she'd had no experience at that. I'd never tried it. And I thought, well, that sounds familiar. And I thought, I wonder if we could give this a shot. And it's just been so much fun to try. So it's a, it's a narrative style. It's narration with sound clips and audio clips from interviews and and music and things like that all mixed together. So it's kind of more of a crafted story style podcast than it is a, a conversation style. Yeah. So I've really enjoyed getting to put it together. That is great. Now, how long have you guys been doing this podcast? We started at the beginning of last year and we came out quarterly last year, but we're coming out every two months this year. So there's been six seasons so far. Six seasons. That mm -hmm. is great. And I don't think people realize how hard it is to put a podcast together. Now, I know you are the host on the podcast, but do you also do some of the editing work as well? I do. And so that's been so much fun to learn. It is a lot of work, like you said, but it has been really fun to figure out how to, to do that and make it hopefully something that people would like yeah now and I know this may put you on the spot a little bit I'm not going to ask you what your favorite episode has been because <laughs> I know you probably have many but are there some stories that you've done that have really maybe impacted you or really stood out to you as you were going through the process of putting it all together yes and like you said they're I mean they're all my favorites um they've all been special and really good but there's one I guess maybe two let me say two um specifically I guess that I think about when I think about things that have impacted me personally the last season that came out well I guess the other one's finished now so it'd be season six season five mm. wow the memory I know, it goes so fast it does season five um was featuring three ladies who all lost their husbands on the mission field oh, wow. and so the the lady who is featured in episode one I had heard her story before I went overseas back in 2010 and her story really stuck with me. She had been, she's from El Salvador originally. She had felt like she was going to spend her life on the mission field. God brought her a husband along the way. She didn't really expect that, but they made a really good team. And within, I think, six months of getting on the field, he and her daughter and um, two short-term missionaries mm -hmm. who were there all drowned one day at the beach. Oh, no. And um, she was 
kind of found herself in a place where she was standing there on the beach with them just there and a crowd gathers and she stands up and says you know I know where they are and this is not the way I expected to to be spending this day or for this tragedy to happen but where would you be if this happened to you and so it was one of those things where you know churches were planted out of that people were changed out of that but her being in her weakness you know drawing on Christ's strength to be able to say that this is bigger than what I'm experiencing right now. God, help me be a good steward of this. And it really stuck with me. So to get to interview her 12 years after hearing her story the first time and hear her share just the joy, you know, that God's brought her and the way he's used her story has just been, it's impacted me in an incredible way. And so that's probably the main one, just because I had a personal connection to it for so long. I kind of carried that story with me for years. And um, there's another one, season two, that talks about, um, a guy, Dwayne Rimbert, he grew up in uh, kind of the, the projects in, se- not South Alabama, but more Montgomery area, I guess, and how, you know, he was, over the years, God saved him out of that and brought him together after he was, you know, brought out of that into ministry together with a church that was aging and kind of dying, and they became ministry partners and are now seeing a lot of change happen in their community. And it's, it's a beautiful story because it's like 90-year-olds and him, he's, you know, young and kind of urban. Like, you know, they have yeah. di- very different cultures, but it's really neat the way they're working together. And so that one's just a – the other one's a little bit of a tearjerker, even though it's really good. This one's really a heartwarming kind of story, and so I really like that one too. I love that. And even as you share about these stories, talking about how you've been able to, to talk and interview these people, you know, you can hear – your passion you can hear and you can see how you were able to see God's goodness in their lives and to see how through those those good things and those struggles they still leaned in to God's presence so how has that been impactful for you to hear all these stories over these past seasons oh just hugely impactful and I think for me as a journalist that's something that I think has been over and over and over and over just even in print pieces getting to interview people and you know take in their stories and then try to tell them well it's just always been such a blessing and such an impactful thing but I think the difference in the podcast is getting to sit in the stories for so long Mm -hmm. because it takes so much more interview time but it also I'm listening to it over and over and over while I'm editing it and so I think for me it's, it's almost like I'm internalizing them in a different way than when I would interview somebody and write a story and so it's been huge it's just I think for me it's been such a faith building thing I don't know. I feel like everybody, I wish everybody could be a journalist a little bit because I think in the same way that we read scripture, I know it's not the same, but, and we hear the stories of God's faithfulness and that impacts us. And we remember, you know, we remember God's goodness. We remember his faithfulness and we see what he did in the lives of others. And we remember that he does that in us too. And I think that for me, um, hearing these kind of stories over and over, it does, it does a similar thing. You know, it's just a faith building thing to be able to remember the same God who's doing that in her life, who was there on the beach with her and has sustained her all these years. And the same God who orchestrated Dwayne's life to, you know, to come together with this church and change lives that way is the same God who is walking with me every day, wow. you know? So it's, it's huge. Yeah. That gives me chills just as you sit and you talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as our listeners, they're listening, they're driving down the road or they're, maybe they're hanging out with their kids and their kids are like, wow, these stories are really impactful. And maybe they're saying to themselves, we want to hear more. We want to know more about how we can tune into this podcast. So tell us a little bit about how often you air episodes, where they can tune in to your podcast and listen. Sure. You can look them up online at tabonline.org slash stories, or you can look on any podcast app like you were talking about that a minute ago. It's most most places. Um, because stories is a little bit generic, if you put in stories with Grace Thornton, you'll be able to find it more easily. Um, so, because right now there's stories with a lot of things, you know how that goes. That's but, right. um, but that, if you type in that, that will help find it. 
That's great. And then you'll have new episodes loaded each week. Is that right? Each they Friday? They come out on Fridays okay. seasonally. So the next one will start at the end of June. But season six just came out. Okay. Season six just came out. So then you'll be working on season seven. Yes. Getting it ready mm-hmm. to come out this summer. Yes. Yeah, so looking forward to that. That is awesome. So I want to go back now and like just start from the beginning and kind of binge listen like you were talking about to all the seasons to just hear these stories and these faithfulness. And even as you were sharing, it brought back to my remembrance, you know, Jesus used a lot of stories. He used a lot of parables to talk, you know, and so I think you're right. I think God knows the power of a story. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's wired us that way, I think. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So when we get back, Grace, when we come on the other side of this break, are you willing to kind of hang out with me for a little bit longer, share a little more about your books that you're writing, and just kind of continue our conversation? Is that good? Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, so hang tight with us, and we will be back in just a moment. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, author of the best-selling book Swagger, and I'm happy to be on with Greg Davis and Priority Talk. Good afternoon and welcome back to Priority Talk Live with Greg Davis. I am filling in for Greg today. My name is Kara Snyder. I live in Coleman, Alabama, and I am just excited to be back with you guys. Greg will be back live in studio on Monday, and you can watch us on Facebook Live. Remember, if you are watching, please share. Please pass that word along to your friends so that they'll know to join as well. WXJCRadio.com, also 101.1 FM or AM 850. Lots of great ways for you to tune into the show and listen. Make sure that you're following along as well on any of the social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those are at Priority Talk. And uh, maybe if you were interested in the story that I shared earlier, just about my journey with mental health, overcoming anxiety and depression, and you would like to stay in touch with me, uh, get some of the free resources that I have, I would love for you to follow along at Karis Snyder, C-A-R-I-S-S-N-I-D-E-R at Instagram or Facebook. Um, or also, if you want to go over to my website and subscribe, I send out a lot of freebies. I like to give freebies because I know that matters. That's helpful. Uh, so you can go to karissnyder.com. So I would love for you to do that as well. We have Grace Thornton with us from the Alabama Baptist uh, podcast stories. She is hanging out and sharing about the podcast. But also, I discovered as I was reading Grace's bio that she is an author. And she has written two books, I Don't Wait Anymore, and Unshakable 
pursuit. So Grace, I would love for you to share with us just a little bit of your journey in, in writing these books and telling us what they're about. Sure. Well, I Don't Wait Anymore was an accident, really. I love um, it. I had just moved overseas and was starting a blog for the first time. That was back in the, the heyday, yes, the heyday the blog of the days, blogs. Yes. yes. And so um, that would have been about 2009-ish, I guess. And so for me as a journalist, it was very uncomfortable at the beginning, honestly. And I was used to writing about everybody else and not myself. But I started trying to stretch that muscle a little bit and um, was trying to tell a lot of mission stories mm-hmm. of what God was doing overseas because I wanted a place to be able to put those. So my mom and you know three people back home could read what God was doing and the people that I was meeting. And so I, um, along in there at some point was just talking to different friends who had kind of been through some of the same things that I had been through in my twenties. I had really come to a point of really wrestling with the fact that I was single Mm -hmm. and had always thought that I would just, the natural progression was, you know, get out of college, get married, have a family, how these things go. And, um, when I got out of college, I was in a serious relationship, but we broke up and immediately I was like, Oh no, like, now I'm in this blank page of I don't know what to do. And so it really put me in a season of really um, just searching out who God was mm-hmm. because it, it broke a lot of things in me, which was a good thing in mm-hmm. hindsight. But I realized that I had a lot of really poor theology and really thought that God was supposed to just give me the life that I was supposed to get. I think we've all been there. Yeah. 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 And so somewhere in my mid-20s, I really just came to a point of going, okay, well, this is obviously I've got this wrong. You know, I don't know who you really are. I thought I did for years, but I really don't. And I need you to show me. And so let's go back to the beginning and teach me who you really are. And so God began to just kind of peel back some of the layers of things that I had learned and needed to unlearn and to just show me through his word and through graciously putting people around me who lived this, that he was the treasure of my life. It isn't that he was the means to the end. He was the end. And, um, and so in the Misfat, I was I was a good '90s child. I had my um, my I don't wait my True Love Waits ring. And oh yes, so, yes, I remember those. Yeah. And so, not that that's a bad thing. Uh, all that you know, there's there's a lot of good things in that. But for me, at that point in my life, it was kind of a representation to me that I was waiting on God to provide something that I expected of Him, mm. or that I um, was putting some sort of demand on something to happen before I really lived the way He wanted me to live. Not not with purity necessarily, right, but right. with just like, you know, I wasn't, I was waiting on a life that I thought he was supposed to bring me. And so, um, that was a breaking point for me in a good way. And so I finally, I think I had a lot of people who were walking through that same thing in my life and we were talking about it and I decided to kind of write that down mm-hmm. in a blog. And, um, somewhere in the midst of that, it got passed around a good bit. That was a surprise. I have no idea how, and it ended up on the desk of a publisher and that's how the book ended up happening. I was actually overseas. I had no intention of writing it. I had just gotten back for the second time. I couldn't get a visa to anywhere. I was hanging out in the Middle East, which was wonderful, but couldn't even really stay there at the time. And finally, I was like, okay, God, I don't understand what's wrong. Maybe I haven't, I've said I'll go to any country except back to the States. And if that is the case, then that is on the table too, because everything needs to be on the table always. And um, the next day was when I heard from the publisher and I was like, oh no, Wow. No, no, that is not what I had in mind. I didn't want to leave the field to do things like that because that's what I was going to have to do. Um, but I also just was uncomfortable with telling my story that in that format that much at that time, you know. And so, yeah, oh, we were that's what we were talking about earlier when we started the show, how God will ask us, will move us in yes. our faith, you know, to do things where we really have to depend on him. Now, I know you also have another book, Unshakable Pursuit, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and it is a it's a devotional style. It's different, 
And so it, it's a walk through Acts 17, the part where in the middle where it talks about how God moves the boundaries, boundaries of our dwelling places um, to where we will eventually reach out for him and find him and how you know he's constantly moving people to that point. And so it walks through. The first 10 days are about the different attributes of God that we see in that passage. The next 10 days are about how... Um, how he's you know pursuing us and how we can reach out for him and find him and then the last 10 are about how we are also he's putting us in the path of other people so that we can be the ones to to share with them when they're in that moment where they're reaching for God so it's it's kind of a walk through those different things it's got um it talks about the scripture passage all the way through but it also weaves personal stories and mission stories all the way through that book too so that's great so that's pulling back in that passion Mm -hmm. that you have yeah so it's a once again another way to slip some stories in there (laughs) always looking for those so yeah yeah now are you still blogging do you still blog oh that's a loaded question um I have not been a good blogger I did have any of us though no I finally put a post up just the other day that was kind of like a hey y'all probably if you're still here hey and you probably thought I was not here anymore so it was it was kind of like a you know let's see if anybody's shake the dust off this I know my my husband was laughing at me he was looking at my website he tries to help me keep it going and because I'm not very good at technology and he's like Karis you haven't written a blog since like 2020 and I'm like man I'm I'm sorry okay I I just can't keep up with it it's hard it's hard to keep up with it is so I have ambitions of one day posting something again but right now it's more of a landing page it's got all the old blogs um but it's more of a landing page for book stuff and podcast stuff at the moment. Okay, so share that with our listeners because they may be wanting to, to want to learn more about you. They may want to look up your books that you have. So what is the best way for them to stay in touch, kind of see where they can purchase your books, or if they want to subscribe to your blog, what where would they go? Sure. It is gracefortheroad.com. It looks like it's still under construction a little bit, so forgive that. But um, there's links there to both books and to the podcast. And like I said, there's an archive there of blogs too if anybody wants to deep dive on that. But fair warning who knows what's in there but um but those there's links to everything on that page graceforthero.com that's awesome have you found as a writer as a journalist um you know a lot of times it's so easy for us to wonder who how many people is it's going to reach but have you have has god kind of helped you to see and look you know how he left the 99 for the one mm. when he shows that to you does that kind of pull you in and help kind of fill your cup to write the stories that he's laid on your heart absolutely Absolutely, I think it's been it's been really neat to be entrusted with people's stories and, and be able to share them. And I think that, um, and especially you know, it, and this goes for here too. But I, it was really I felt it I guess in a different way when I was living overseas and I was on a media team over there, so I would travel into places and then come back. And I, every time I get on the plane to come back home, I would just feel the the privilege and the the weight of holding on to stories. You know that like I said, or have been entrusted. To us. I know during the break a minute ago, I was telling you about how we're going to be telling some stories of persecuted believers, and they would yeah. just, I mean, things that could really be harmful to them, they sat and, and told us, and um, to, to have those in my hands and come back with them, you know, to share them was a was a was definitely a responsibility that I felt, but to see every now and then to hear um, someone talk about how it, you know, hearing that story changed them or hit them in a moment where they needed to hear it, um, it definitely brings purpose to mm. to that and um and to know that you know if god wants one person to hear it then that's his prerogative he wants a lot more to hear it also his prerogative and so i feel i feel that with every single story you know this is his story and and the person's story and i'm just the medium to kind of get that to wherever he has intended for it to go that is great and i just love that i love that you are being obedient to the calling that he has placed on your life and 
you know, sometimes that means we don't know where we're going or what he's doing, but we just move forward and we continue into that. Grace, thank you so much for joining and just sharing about stories, sharing about you as a writer and letting our listeners know how they can keep up with you, how they can find um, the Alabama Baptist Stories podcast. So we just really appreciate that you were able to come in live today with us here on Priority Talk. Uh, Don't forget, guys, Grace going to be back in studio on Monday, so I know that he will be glad to be back with you. Uh, Make sure you are watching us uh, on Facebook Live or listening in on 1011 FM or on AM 850. You can also find us on WXJCRadio.com. Hang tight, and we will be back here in just a minute.